Welcome to the Rush Hour. Your daily dose of pop culture and entertainment news for your Rush Hour ride. Work sucks, but your commute doesn't have to. Buckle up and enjoy the drive with your host, stand-up comedian and power recapper, Dave Neal. Good morning, everybody out there. It's Dave Neal, Power Recapper, with a morning rush hour for you. February 20th, 2024. Did everybody enjoy The Bachelor last night? We're going to open up real quick with some Bachelor commentary. I got to apologize to anyone who was trying to get into my evening YouTube live stream. I will be blaming UFOs or Bigfoot or Jane Doe. I don't know who did it. But somebody royally messed with my internet. We were having some issues. But we are here and we are proud to be here. So sorry about that. But let's talk about last night's episode of The Bachelor. Um, you know what? I'm not going to... I don't want to talk about who went, was sent home just in case uh, some of you haven't watched it yet. So we'll save that part of the conversation for the end of the evening. But, you know, very interesting. Maria got the big one-on-one date, of course. Uh, the pretty woman date, which is what everybody loves. You get free shoes. Who doesn't want free shoes on a date? And then Kelsey, of course, was feeling needy because last week she had the one-on-one and this week she's stuck at a poutine date eating French fries. Look, as much as you don't want to be stuck on a group date, if you're eating French fries, that's not too bad, you know? Uh, but also, uh, people people were uh, sort of, I don't say weirded out by Leia, but last week she was the mean girl and this week she's hugging Maria. I mean, I don't know. It's like, is it... Is it is it me? Is it Maybelline? What the hell is it? Uh, you know, I, I just can't tell with with the way they shoot this, uh, these shows. Maybe they're just hungry half the time. Maybe they need Snickers bars. Either way, Joey continues to pitch a perfect game on his season of The Bachelor. He has Kelsey T opening up about you know trust issues, and he's just there. He's doing a good job. Um, I know we remember a few days ago we covered the story where Nick Vial said, "Oh, Joey's not into it because he's not being." authentic because he's not sending women home and it's like it's like it, it takes a real I'm not saying Nick's a narcissist but it takes a real narcissist to think that if you don't do it the way the narcissist did that you're doing it the wrong way maybe times have changed since your time on the show and Joey's doing just fine now of course we did see Lexi have a problem with Joey's timeline I'd love to know what you guys think about that uh, you know everybody's different it's got to be complicated to to go on the show Joey's you know, relatively young what is he 28 and he says, well, you know, he, you know, uh, it's, it's that time of the season, right, where you have to start asking questions. And Lexi's like, well, when do you think you want to have kids? Do you want to put a kid in me? What are we doing? What are we talking about? Are we partying or what? And of course, Joey goes, well, I'd like to date for a few years, then be engaged for a few years, and then be married. And then, you know, so when Joey said, he's thinking, all right, maybe at the age of 35, and she's going, I just don't have that time. As we know, Lexi talked about endometriosis and how, you know, the longer she waits, the harder it might be to consider. Steve, these are tough conversations to have. I'm sure Joey's never had a conversation with someone about the timelines of when they're going to have a kid or not. But, you know, uh, I don't like to bring up the term biological clock in, in, in any gender specific ways. We all have a biological clock. As far as I can tell, death wins 1000% of the time. Yes, there will be a day where the power rush hour, you know, the bachelor rush hour will no longer exist. Maybe because I have a heart attack because of the bad internet that I've got. And I'm just, you know, losing my mind over it. Who knows folks, who knows either way. Um, 
I do think it's a, a good season. I do enjoy the characters. As you guys know, we've endorsed Maria to be the next Bachelorette. I, you know, I just don't see Joey and Maria being final game together. I think she's perfect for somebody. I just don't think it's for Joey. But of course, uh, you know, they're in Canada doing their thing. And um, I guess they're going to spend another episode in Canada in, uh, what's it called? Jasper? I have no idea where that is. Uh, but um, very much looking forward to it. All right, let's get into some non-Bachelor news. Have you guys been watching Love is Blind? I actually haven't caught it yet. I'm going to be checking it out in the next couple of days. But it's a story that's going viral. Love is Blind star Chelsea Blackwell asks fans to cool it after getting dragged over Megan Fox comparison. You know what? You know what sucks when when uh when the show price says, "Tell us who you think you look like." And she's like, "I don't know, some drunk guy who was trying to bang me once told me I look like Megan Fox." And then they get all upset over it and whatnot. But anyway, let's hear what this contestant had to say following the viral outrage over everybody who says, "You don't look like Megan Fox." long face and she has a long face and she has light eyes. I, I'm getting dragged through the trenches right now for that comment because of Jimmy. Little There it is, folks. So anyway, she's getting roasted and that's what happens. And that's why I no longer tell people I look like all the Hemsworth uh, brothers put together. You just can't, you know what I mean? I'm me and I'm not going to apologize for it. Although I wouldn't mind having their jawlines. All right, in some more serious news, Travis and Jason Kelsey addressed the Kansas City parade shooting and urged fans to donate. Here's what they had to say on their podcast. Have a listen. Attention 92 percenters. We, um, we have a pre-recorded episode for you guys coming up on Wednesday, but um, after the tragic events of the Super Bowl parade in Kansas City, um, it didn't feel right without you guys hearing from us first. We just wanted to say, you know, our hearts go out to all of the victims, their families, Chiefs Kingdom, and really all of Kansas City uh, that was really there on a day to try and celebrate the community. And um, it's unfortunate and and deeply tragic, the events that occurred. Um, so, you know, we also want to thank the local law enforcement that sprang into action, the first responders on scene, um, and anybody that's uh, uh, been willing to help uh, those affected by this tragedy. We'll share a link to donate to the Chief's Emergency Response Fund in our bio. Your donation goes to supporting victims and their families, um, violence prevention, and uh, mental health services and the first responders. One of the things that's evident is how much Kansas City is coming together and rallying around the people that have been affected by this. And, uh, you know, one of the beautiful things that we have in doing this podcast is a wonderful community out there. Uh, the 92 percenters, everybody that watches this show, we're still figuring out a way for us to be involved. And yeah. obviously you can donate to these links right now, uh, but we plan on doing something in the future. We're trying to get that situated right now, have some ideas, but uh, just make sure you, you're you're following and we'll be telling you guys in ways that we're going to try and get involved. No. Absolutely. It's just a, you know, it's just a wild story, right? Of course, Travis Kelsey wins the Super Bowl. They have this parade. They're all getting drunk, having fun. And then a couple of people ruin it. Uh, and, you know, they will be paying the price as they, you know, have to deal with the consequences of that. But yeah, just a real somber tone. But, you know, good on them to tackle this head on and have difficult conversations, especially in front of their community. Speaking of difficult conversations, we have a very, very 
bizarre story. You know, there's a Boy Meets World podcast. I don't know if you knew that, but if you grew up when I did in the 90s, Boy Meets World was the hit show and they have a podcast called Pod Meets World. Uh, it's very interesting. They're actually discussing a an actor that was on the show who had some crazy charges about him. I guess they provided like witness statements on his behalf, but have since changed their mind. I'm going to get to this story for you guys. A little heavy for a Monday for the morning episode, but I'm going to get to the story right after the break. TMZ reported here, two actors from Boy Meets World say they now have a warped view of a guest star from their show after the guy was later convicted on a child molestation charge. Very bizarre and sad story. Have a listen to uh, Ryder Strong and Will Friedel tackling this issue head on alongside fellow co-star Danielle Fischel on their Pod Meets World podcast. And as you've learned from this podcast, since it takes a village to produce television, he was added to a roster that was always constantly changing. And so this is when Brian Peck entered our lives. He would eventually become a mainstay on set, not just working on the show and appearing on it with many small roles until it concluded in 2001, but integrating himself into Will and Ryder's personal life. By the time I had heard what had happened, um... I'd known this man for years and years, had no idea that any of this was going on, obviously. And the idea that now at 24 or whatever I was, 24, 25, when, when it happened and found out about it, that I didn't know, couldn't spot it, didn't. I mean, that was a failure, my own failure in my mind, where it was like, I, I don't know. I don't even I don't even know how to put half of what I'm feeling into words, to be totally honest with you. And I've been thinking about it for a long time now. And it's just that's one of the things that's really sticking with me is I was like, I'd love to say, oh, it was because I was going through my anxiety. It was because I was uh, only 20 foot. But there's no it, in my head, there's no excuses to where it's like, how did you not see this? He then asked us to support him and go to court with him, which a lot of us did. And we're sitting in that courtroom on the wrong side of everything, of course, having no idea of this, filled with child actors, to the point where the victim's mother turned and said, look at all the famous people you brought with you. And it doesn't change what you did to my, my kid. Mm. And I just mm. sat there wanting to die, where it was like, what the hell am I doing here? I mean, I'm so uncomfortable with doing this episode. I hate it. Um, I hate it. And I, you know, and, it, and it's because I, I, I still feel bad. I still right. feel like wow. we should not be ruining this man's life. There it is. This is what I love about podcasting is they feel terrible for even talking about this, but they know it's the right thing to do in long form content where you talk about a very, you know, very crazy situation where they were friends with this guy and all these things come out. I mean, just, I mean, good for them for having a very difficult conversation on their podcast. I think, I mean, it's the right thing to do. And at the same time, you can't even imagine what it must feel like where they think they're supporting their friend and then they find out their friend did some horrible things. Uh, you know, just, you know, just, just, just wild out there. And you know what I love more than anything is when I've got uh, stories that go on day to day. This is what I love about this podcast, that every day, even twice a day, the story keeps going. So uh, you might remember on yesterday's episode of Bachelor Rush Hour, I talked about Billie Eilish being filmed chatting with fellow singer Kylie Minogue at Sunday's People's Choice Awards. Cameras caught her pointing out that there were a bunch of TikTokers in the house. 
Billy was clearly not a fan of the TikTok contingent, which included Bryce, Tana, Monjo, Chris Olsen, Gigi Gorgeous, Alex Earl, and James Charles. I don't know half of those people, but that's because I'm old. <laughs> but either way, I actually, you might remember this, I defended the TikTokers as annoying as TikTokers may be. I defended them because it's like, who's Billie Eilish to say she's any better than them? They're trying to make their bones just like she is. Uh, you know, they, if, if she's invited, they're invited. And I know it's like Billie Eilish is an acclaimed singer and performer and artist and all that. But like, again, that doesn't make you better than somebody else. Anyway, uh, it looks like we have a response. Bryce Hall clapping back at Billie Eilish after she was heard wondering why a bunch of TikTok stars were at the People's Choice Awards. And here's what he had to say. We love a good beef. I'm just going to address this clip of Billie Eilish being disgusted that TikTokers were at uh, the People's Choice. I was one of them. First off, Billie Eilish, I am so sorry uh, that I didn't acknowledge your greatness and bow down to you. Ha! You're another human being. I uh, Here. There it is right now. And second, um, People's Choice invited us personally. Uh, everyone that attended People's Choice and was sitting at those tables, we were invited by People's Choice. And you know what? They were invited because the award ceremony is a dying business. It's garbage. Garbage. That's it, right? It's, it's, it's a dying business. No one wants to watch People's Choice. Last year, they had Gabby Windy there. You know what I mean? They're putting Bachelor stars in the People's Choice. It's because they're trying to put butts into seats, right? Because award shows are just like any corporation out there, right? They're psychopathic. They're going to do whatever they need to do to stay alive. And if that means, you know, popping uh, Molly and doing the whoa with a bunch of TikTokers, then that's just what they're going to do. And Billie Eilish might not like this, but there's TikToks, TikTokers out there who can move the needle. Uh, it's not, again, it's not a popularity contest, but I do think it's funny. Again, now listen, we don't know what Billie Eilish was actually referencing. Maybe she was just making fun of someone's like weird-looking shoes, for all we know. But I think it's funny to like wonder why they were there when clearly they were invited to help move the needle and get people watching the show. So, hate on them. But the most sad thing, let me just wipe my tear real quick. The most sad thing is, what I, I, was, a, I was a Billie Eilish stan. I stand you, Billie Eilish. And now I don't think I can renegade to uh, any of your, your songs anymore. So th thanks for taking out all my content. There it is. That's it, folks. You've got Bryce Hall. How's this for niche content? Bryce Hall no longer renegading to Billie Eilish. We got commenters here live on YouTube saying the TikTokers being celebrities is kind of wild. I mean, it is, right? But that's Charlie D'Amelio. I mean, right? Charlie D'Amelio's got like a quarter billion people who follow her she's got a dunkin donuts coffee named after her and she's winning dancing with the stars and she has her own show on hulu i mean these tiktokers move the needle and you know what they probably do it for a lot less money than billy eilish asked for so anyway i'm not knocking billy eilish i just thought that story was absolutely fascinating and we'll have to see if we get a response you know what i'm gonna do this is this is what i'm gonna do for you guys i'm looking up right now to see if Billie Eilish actually gave a response. I don't even know what her uh, Instagram is here, but we're going to find it, folks. How do you spell Eilish? This is a real top questions that I have for you guys here. Billie Eilish, um, I doubt we're going to get a response from her, but either way, if there is one, you know where you can find it. It'll be over here with me, your boy Dave. I thought that was a very fascinating story. But again, like I said, maybe, just maybe, Billie Eilish wasn't even commenting on it. We really, really don't know. All right, well, 
I'm going to wrap it up. We're, we got, we got a busy day ahead. I'm sure we're going to have commentary coming from who on The Bachelor decide, you know, uh, statements that are made following the show. I will be discussing uh, in the next few minutes those who left last night's episode. I just wanted to give the people who didn't get a chance to watch it, a lot of people watch it next day. I wanted to give you guys the chance and the courtesy to tune away and if you don't want to be spoiled, although it's not technically a spoiler. So anyway, I'll have those updates for you right after a quick word from our sponsors. All right, folks. So here's the Bachelor, uh, I guess, recap as far as who left the show. I say left the show because it wasn't just Joey's doing. So again, uh, you can like tune out for the next five minutes or so if you, uh, I don't know, maybe haven't watched the episode yet. We're going to have more entertainment news coming to you this afternoon. There's a lot. There's going to be a lot to get into. There's a lot of little stories going on here we always love to cover. Uh, and of course, we'll have our Patreon today, Central Standard Time at noon, where we continue to discuss, I mean, some of the wild things from Greg Gillespie's court case have come out uh, with Jane Doe, and it's literal textbook style how much she did the same exact thing to Greg that she then did to Clayton, but with Greg, I mean, she actually was accused by Greg of completely fabricating law documents from a guy named Uncle Joe, who is a lawyer that's friends with her family. I mean, I'm not saying she's getting away with murder because I know that's obviously just a saying, but she's getting away or was getting away with absolutely ruining these guys' lives. I'll be discussing more of that later on today on the YouTube and on the Patreon. All right, let's go into The Bachelor. So here's who we lost last night. Leia. We lost her. We lost Caitlin. We lost them at the rose ceremony. And of course, before the rose ceremony, we say goodbye to Jess. Jess was the night one Nashville girl. What did she show up in a boat or something? Either way, that relationship sunk, <laughs> capsized as it were, uh, rough waters ahead. All right, all the boat puns. And uh, yeah, it didn't work out, but she did that whole thing where she tells Joey during a group date, hey, I'm really falling for you. And Joey's like, that's really great, but I'm not yeah, going to reciprocate that. And again, as we remember, uh, I think Reality Steve actually tweeted how funny it was going to be that um, Nick Vial was criticizing Joey for not being able to send anyone home. But of course, in the right time, our King Joey did the right thing. And he said, you know what? I'm just not feeling it at this point, so I'm going to let you go. And that's what I say about Joey is, well, maybe Joey's just that much more likable than Nick. So Joey actually finds more possible relationships uh, up front than Nick does because he's less abrasive. Does that make sense? It's like it's kind of like, look, I like I love all all puppies. I'm not comparing puppies to women. I'm just saying I love all puppies, right? Puppies are so cute. But, you know, you might you might love a puppy that then grows up to be something you don't like. So maybe it takes Joey longer. This is a terrible analogy. Maybe it takes Joey longer to figure out what's for him because he's so lovable. Maybe Joey's the puppy. You know what I mean? Uh, anyway, uh, so we lost Jess. And then Caitlin, was said, we said goodbye to Caitlin at the rose ceremony. Uh, I mean, gosh, uh, you know, the, the, there's rumors that there won't be a Bachelor in Paradise this year, which I'll be really bummed about because I, I liked Caitlin. She was non-controversial. She's beautiful. She seems like a fun person. She seems like she would be great on the on Bachelor in Paradise. 
if we get a season. Uh, Reality Steve seems to think they're not going to shoot. I mean, look, they've got Bachelorette around the corner, and they're already casting for Golden Bachelor. The only way they record Bachelor in Paradise is if they split the crew up and have two different crews film at the same time, which, by the way, is totally uh, possible. It might happen. Uh, Another person who left last night was Lexi, but of course, Lexi was the one who basically said, look, if you're not into my timeline of when I want to have kids, we're just going to have to part ways. So uh, that's that. And uh, you can't fault Lexi for that. Some people are hypothesizing that that's that Lexi dumped um, Joey because Lexi may become the next bachelorette. I don't think that's the case, but she for sure is in the running. Absolutely. Now, as far as Leia's concerned, she didn't get a rose. And what we saw at the end of the episode was Leia and Maria hugging, which just goes to show that even though there was probably some bad blood there, they were able to make up and maybe get their eyes on the prize. So uh, here's what I have to say about Leia. She is probably better than the worst we saw of her and not as good as the best we saw of her. Everyone's just trying their best right and that might look differently and it might look petty and low energy and all that but we liked Leia in the beginning and then obviously when she had a beef with Maria she fell on the wrong side of that argument Uh, but then you know she said at the end I think Joey's making a mistake but I wish him the best that type of deal and you can't really ask more from her so she's probably just uh, guilty of being young being young and maybe easy to manipulate by the producers but I'm not going to uh, hate on Leia she'll have her word I'll tell you what I'll tell you what I will do I will judge these contestants way more closely at the women tell all because that's what we that's where we get the closest sort of um, uh, truth to who what their character really is um, so anyway we'll have to see and then the final person we lost uh, hold on I'm forgetting it was Leia Lexi uh, who else did we say goodbye to I'm, I'm already blanking here uh, Jess and is that everybody Leia Lexi Caitlin yeah that's everybody and um, you know who's going to get the next one-on-one dates we'll have to see but that my friends is your bachelor recap if you want a more extensive recap. I will have that for you on the YouTube uh, later on this morning. All right. Well, that pretty much wraps us up for the day. I got to tell you, it's been a hell of a journey trying to fight through those live streaming issues. And I just want to thank everybody for their patience. I mean, look, I'm a one man shop and uh, I always brag about having great, uh, great uh, quality production here. But as a one man shop, things go wrong and we're going to try our best. But every day I'm pushing out like seven pieces of content and it doesn't always go as planned. Maybe I need to learn a little bit about attach uh, detachment. I should say, and saying the serenity prayer rather than throwing my laptop through the window. But either way, it's only up from here this week. Again, I appreciate all of your love and support. Are you guys watching Love is Blind? I know we talked about it briefly. Should we recap it on the Bachelor Rush Hour podcast? I tell you what, I'll go watch the first two or three episodes. I'll let you know if I think it's worth your time. It's a heavy workload. I'm covering Farmer Wants a Wife, Love is Blind, Bachelor, Bachelor. Bachelor in Paradise, Golden Bachelor, Toddler Bachelor, Boy Meets World, Pod Meets Girl. I'm doing it all, folks. I'm here for you. Have a fantastic day. Uh, I'll see you on the Patreon, and then I'll catch you this afternoon for another episode of Bachelor Rush Hour. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you didn't, don't. Join the free Facebook group, Dave Neal's Community. Got cash? 
Become a premium member at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the description below. And don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at dneals for upcoming stand-up shows. See you tomorrow on The Rush.